Welcome to this week's episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. In the table of the operating states of existence, what L. Ron Hubbard refers to as the conditions that all living things operate in and respond to in this universe, in that table, ranking from bottom to top, top to bottom, there's one condition in particular that one could describe as a gift. In most circumstances, uh, one works very hard to go up the conditions from one to the next by carefully doing the steps of each formula that goes with each condition. But there's one that can literally drop out of the sky and into your lap. That is a condition of power change. Now, to start with, let's clear up a common misconception on this condition. It is not the formula one applies when moving off a point of power. I sometimes hear a member say that they want to do a power change from their current position to a new position. Possibly they've won the game they're playing, they've built up their company to a certain level of viability, for instance, and they want to get into a new game, so they say they want to do a power change. That is not the correct condition, and the formula for power change is not the correct formula for them to do if they want to move into a new game. The condition that they're in is power, and the formula they must do is the power formula, which we have just been covering in the last episode of this series on the conditions. Power change is a formula one executes when one is arriving onto a position that has been in power. It is not the formula one does to move off a position of power. Do you follow? Here's the definition of Mr. Hubbard. This is from a lecture, the 25th of May, 1965. He says here, quote, a state of power change is where you have a company running all right, let us say, but the general manager has been hired by some other company because he has such a successful record and his job is taken over, end quote. So that's the power change as someone is now assuming the position of the general manager who was just hired away by another company. So the person coming in is doing the power change formula. So if ever there was a condition that is a gift, it would be this one. For example, you got Grandpa Jones just decided he's retiring and he's heading off to the Bahamas with his new girlfriend. And he has bequeathed to you his badass company that he's built during his lifetime. And there you've been. You've been goofing around in the corner office you got because you're his favorite and you're smiling jauntily as you walk by the secretary pool and, and you're daydreaming during the interminable office meetings and suddenly, wham, you're in charge. <gasps> what? Now, look, I think we all know that we create our own luck, good or bad. At least you, I hope you figured that out. So quite often you are in a higher condition, maybe even power on your old job. And thanks to your hard work and effectiveness, you have been given a promotion. And you're going to do power on the post you are leaving, but you will be doing power change on the post you are accepting. But take a look at it and you'll see that you are accepting a gift. So here is a word of advice. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Well, what does that mean? It means don't question the value of a gift. It comes from uh, 
a proverb that came from this practice of evaluating the age of a horse by looking at its teeth, right? Somebody gives you a horse, check out its teeth. It's kind of like a little bit rude. It's a little bit inappropriate. Like, I can do better. I can do better. Same thing when you're given a post. You go, oh, wow. Now I've got this post. Now I'm going to like change everything. I'm going to like put my stamp on this. I'm going to, you're looking a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> that's what you're doing. And that's not doing the power change formula. So we're going to dig into this book, this wonderful book written by Mr. Hubbard, introducing the subject of ethics. If you want a copy of the book, you can write me at info at wiseeastus.org and I'll direct you where you can get a copy of this book. If you've been following this series by now, if you haven't already gotten a hold of this book, you definitely should because everything that we have been covering in this last 25, 26 episodes you really should be studying these formulas and conditions from this particular book. And uh, if you do that together with your, uh, if you're listening to the podcast and you're getting benefit, definitely study the book. So you're getting it directly from Mr. Hubbard. Because, you know, the main thing that we're offering you here in uh, Business Wise, of course, is uh, examples of the use of this information in uh, in the business world. So if you really couple your study of business-wise with a study of the source material from Mr. Hubbard, then you're really, really going to win with this, okay? But anyway, let's just talk about this power change, condition of power change. Mr. Hubbard says here, there are only two circumstances which require replacement, the very successful one or the very unsuccessful one. He goes on to say, what a song it is to inherit a successful pair of boots. There's nothing to it. Just step in the boots and don't bother to walk. Listen to what he's saying here. This is a song. This is a gift. You know, you, you, you take on the post, take on the position, put on the boots, and don't walk. Now, I'm telling you, so much of, and this is a bit my opinion, but if you if you're studying the conditions formulas, so much of it seems counterintuitive sometimes. You know, we talked about the emergency formula. Most members feel compelled to withdraw, to economize as a first step of emergency when the first step is to promote, regardless of cost, is to promote. So, and when you do that, most of you who've been doing that now are firm believers in the emergency formula and you will promote when you go into an emergency condition, but it does seem, especially initially, counterintuitive. Similarly, there is a compulsion almost on the part of an individual when he takes over a new position to change everything. To, like Mr. Hubbard says later in, in this article, put his personal stamp on there. Like, let's show everybody how sharp I am and how smart I am and how clever I am and you know how much I deserve this promotion by changing everything. The new broom sweeps clean. That is not the formula for power change. So we'll go back to this. He says, just step in the boots and don't bother to walk. And this is somehow or another, these are Mr. Hubbard's words, and this is somehow or another considered reprehensible by people. Reprehensible means deserving of blame or strong criticism, like, if you think that a type of behavior or an idea is very bad and morally wrong, you can say that it is reprehensible. How reprehensible that he is taking on this new position and not doing anything new. 
You know, he's, he's not, he's actually not doing anything. He's just keeping everything the way it is. That would be considered reprehensible in, uh, in modern business. So just to repeat from Mr. Hubbard, and this is somehow or another considered reprehensible by people. You're supposed to, quote, strike out on your own, end quote. You're supposed to, quote, put your own personality on the post, end quote. No, exclamation mark from Mr. Hubbard. No, put on the boots, but don't walk, man. So this is how he's writing this, right? If it was in a normal state of operation, which it normally would have been in for anybody to have been promoted out of it, you just don't change anything. Mr. Hubbard's words. Power change. Don't change anything. He goes on to say, you just sit around for a while. How <laughs> you like that? Talk about a gift. Got a new position. Very important one. Just sit around for a while. Really? That's what he's saying. He goes on to say, you just sit around for a while. You know immediately that all of the pressure points in the organization are going to come to you at once. The fellow who had the position before you had all these pressure points, but he must have resisted them successfully because they still exist. See? So anybody wants anything signed that your predecessor didn't sign, don't sign it. That's an easy rule to follow, isn't it? This absolutely is the laziest position that anybody could ever occupy. And that's the only way it can be occupied, with total laziness. Don't do anything. He emphasizes that. Don't do anything. It's all italicized. So, look, what do you think people are thinking the moment you take that position on? Oh, good, here's my chance. And they're going to come to you with everything that the predecessor would not allow. And there you are. You want to be everybody's friend. You want to show your own personality now. You want to show how you're different and all this kind of jazz. And next thing you know, you're signing things and changing things. This, this violation of power change, you know, you think that people would be appreciative of the fact that this is the laziest condition of all the condition formulas we've covered and take this opportunity to do nothing. But no, people take on a new position. The first thing they're doing, look that gift horse in the mouth. Let's start changing everything. We know the real scoop here. We know what we ought to be doing and we know that we ought to do this and this person's got some great ideas and let's do this and let's do that. I see this formula violated as much as I see any other formula violated, maybe even more. Because it's so simple and it's so lazy. And you think, well, isn't everybody like basically lazy? Like, doesn't everybody want to like not have to break a sweat all the time? I don't know about that, but I will tell you this. This is a lazy condition. This is a lazy formula. And yet it gets violated nonstop. So he goes on to say this. Keep your eyes open. Learn the ropes. And depending on how big the organization is, after a certain time, see how it's running and run it as normal operating condition. Look, it's going to be in normal. Either you're taking over because it's a disaster or you're taking over because it's successful. Well, if it's successful, it's at least in normal. So what's the normal formula? Review that. Don't change anything. That's the first step of the normal formula. There's other steps. You can review it. He actually touches on it here, but you can go to the earlier episode or review it in the book that I just uh, recommended to you. He says, if it's not in anything but a normal operating condition, just apply the normal operating condition to it. Besides the little routine that's done, 
go around and snoop around and find out what made it a little bit better that week and reinforce that and find out what worsened a little bit and take that out. See, that's now he's describing. Those are his words. These are mine. He's basically describing the normal formula now, isn't he? He goes on to say, just sniff around. By that time, you're so well acquainted with the operation. You know everybody by his first and last names. You know this, that, and the other thing. You know where all the papers are. You know the favorite dodges. You know what a dodge is. It's getting out of work. You know, this is where they go and goof off. And this is how they, this is what they tell you when they're actually being slack and this kind of jazz. And you become familiar with all this. You know what the tricks are that are being played in and around the office and in the operation. You know how they goof off and you know how they, who works hard and who doesn't and who's competent and who isn't competent. Why? Because you didn't do, you spent your first period of time on this post doing nothing but observing, keeping your eyes open learning the ropes. So anyway, back to this article, he says here, let's repeat that uh, last line here. He says, by that time, you're so well acquainted with the operation. You know, everybody by his first and last names, you know, this, that, and the other thing, you know, where all the papers are, you know, the favorite dodges, and you've seen all these things happen. And frankly, the operation will just keep on moving on up. It will move ahead very successfully. Isn't that cool? Just don't do anything. Put the boots on, don't walk. Keep your eyes open. Learn the operation. Snoop around. You know, and then you see things that, ah, things are going a little bit better over here. What are they doing about that? Hmm. They put this in. Okay, well, let's just keep doing that. Uh-oh, things are slipping a bit over here. What did they change? You know, what uh, What did they do that the thing got a little bit worse? Let's knock that out. You know, that's your normal operation formula. You're going around being the successor of this power position and operating this power change formula just like that. And you, by God, you're going to be one howling success. Continues with the article here. He says, go through the exact same routine of every day that your predecessor went through. Sign nothing that he wouldn't sign. Don't change a single order. Look through the papers that have been issued. So you're going through the desk. You're going through the folder. Oh, look at all the stuff that's been issued here. Look through the papers that have been issued. These are the orders that are extant. These are the ones that are operating. That's what the word extant means. They're, they're in existence right now. These are the orders that are extant and get as busy as the devil just enforcing those orders and your operation will increase and increase and increase and increase. It goes on to say, the keynote of the state of power change is study the org. Org is short for organization. Just a little reminder. The keynote of the state of power changes, study the org, policy letters, lines, patterns, and activity, and issue no orders that are not routine. Change nothing. Innovate nothing. Write up fully post just left. Now, here he makes a very interesting point. Did you write up your last post? Because if you were in a condition of power on your earlier post and you don't write that up, Remember from the earlier episode, we went, I think it was one just before this, or I think I put a special episode in there, but in this series on the conditions, the one that just precedes this one is the power formula. And Mr. Hubbard reminds you that if you don't write up your post and get it in the hands of the guy who's taking it on so that he can do power change, you are going to be stuck with a piece of that post since time immemorial. That's what he says there. So... If you don't want your last post chasing you onto your new post while you're trying to do power change in this new post, make sure you did your power formula on the one you just left, okay? So he says here, take it from the top of this paragraph, 
The keynote of the state of power change is study the org, policy letters, lines, patterns, and activity, and issue no orders that are not routine. Change nothing, innovate nothing. Write up fully, post just left, mainly observe on post just taken over. Learn the new post before doing anything. So there you go. So he's, he's making, he's spelling it out over and over again. Listen to how much he emphasizes this. Kind of get the idea. He's probably had people try to take over posts that he left that did change everything. And now he has, you know, what happens? You end up having to go back in there and put it all back together again. Write up the whole post again. Have the next guy come in and tell him, don't change anything. Keep things rolling the way we've had it rolling because we're expanding, we're successful. Learn the ropes, observe the scene before you start issuing any new orders or anything like that, right? Just enforce the old ones. Just keep the extant orders rolling. And finally, he says here, one takes over a new post or a collapsed post in non-existence. So look, if the post didn't exist before, there's no predecessor, it's a brand new post, you're going to do the non-existence formula. Or if you're taking a post where the guy got busted, good chance it's in non-existence. You're doing a new non-existence formula. So that's now you're going to do non-existence for that, right? But he goes on to say, but a going concern is taken over by the power change formula. Emphasizes it one last time in this book. He says the formula of the power change condition is when taking over a new post, change nothing until you are thoroughly familiar with your new zone of power. That's, I guess, a very good way of summarizing this formula. When taking over a new post, change nothing until you are thoroughly familiar with your new zone of power. So that's it. Laziest formula, laziest condition. Highly, if you are so fortunate to be given this gift of inheriting a post that's been very successful, a pair of power boots, don't blow it by doing something else. Just do your, your power change formula. If you do blow it, I will be giving you another formula. <laughs> this has been quite a series, hasn't it? I mean, when I started, I said, look, you know, look, I'm, well, let's just do the conditions from bottom to top. I had no idea how many episodes would be involved. It was just like, okay, here's a job to do. Let's just get started on it. And uh, it's been, we got a lot of feedback from you. We so appreciate it when our listeners write in and say how much benefit they're getting from this series or any episode of Business Wise, but in particular, this series, there's quite a few of you out there, it seems, that are using these past, what are they, 25, 26 episodes to sort of come up the conditions themselves and with quite a bit of success. So we're very pleased to hear that. Keep writing in with your successes and uh, we enjoy reading them and sometimes we share them in the Wiseman's Hotwire that we issue every week. But uh, we're coming close to the end here. And there's just a couple more episodes to do. I will address what happens if you violate power change. It's its own formula. It's a very useful one. I've used it many, many, many times to help out members who have, as we have gone over here, did not do power change correctly. And so they violated power change. But there is a very precise formula for putting everything back together. We're going to cover that in next week's episode. In the meanwhile, I hope you got something out of this one. There's also, uh, we're going to cover one last, probably be our last episode, or second to last episode, very, very important episode coming on the 
what Mr. Hubbard refers to as a third dynamic power formula. And with that, we'll probably wrap up this series. Almost there. Thanks for hanging in there. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week.